What's going on, everybody? And welcome back for another episode of Triggered. This is Triggered episode number 232. We're here on Thursday, October 29th. We are just five days, or four, if you want to look at it that way, from the presidential election and election day itself. Uh, Trump landslide. Yeah, I, I, I guess. Let's do it. <laughs> you know, I go through these bipolar phases yeah, within the span of ten minutes. Yeah, right? well, because the polls have been trash all cycle, so like we don't know. We literally don't know. Like we're we're, we're throwing right. darts against the board. Like we don't like, know. Like we said, yeah, someone's gonna be wrong big. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be us. You know, every single data point yeah. and anecdotal observation, everything yeah. besides the polls themselves yeah. point to a Trump win. Yeah. And I know, like, you know, we're putting a lot of stock in, in early voting. You know, early voting isn't really a, an accurate gauge of, you know, the election. We, we get that, you know, but it tilts heavily Democratic, right? And right now, those leads are becoming, I mean, in Florida, it's been chiseled away Big league. Oh yeah, it's and under gonna, it's under two hundred thousand. We're going to talk so, the exact numbers on that. You know, and because our people, our people vote usually in mass on election day. Correct. So yep. you know, you know, it, it, again, it's about where that is. So I mean, John King said it yesterday. You know, don't be shocked, folks, if tomorrow, like on election day, like Biden is leading in like states like Tennessee and Kentucky. We all know, for example, that's not going to hold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all the other votes. So don't don't get freaked out. But of course, you know, I'm sure a lot of these stupid lib journos on Twitter be like, "Oh my God, Biden takes the lead in Tennessee." Well, they'll, yeah, they'll <laughs> do the same like, in Texas. Yeah. But uh, let's start off here with the Hunter Biden story because this story yeah. continues to evolve. We have yeah. a new poll out this morning that shows that 54% of likely U.S. voters either strongly believe or somewhat believe that the Biden family has had corrupt dealings with foreign governments using their power yeah. to influence U.S. policy, which yeah. is a huge number. Yeah. And as we come down, you know, we talked about the the late tune-inners, right? The people yeah. that tune in the final two weeks of the yeah. election, they're seeing this. Yeah. If they're the undeciders and they break towards Trump, I mean, this will be a landslide, right? Yeah. Now, you, you, I think that it's going to be a landslide either way, right? Yeah. I think that the battleground states, at least outside of what we refer to as the core three, Florida and North Carolina, perhaps Arizona, uh, will vote in one direction. Yeah. I think and right now, it looks good for us. Good. Yeah. But Especially this Hunter, North Carolina. This Hunter Biden story has legs. <laughs> and the bigger story is the mainstream media refusing to talk about it. But first I wanted yeah. to talk about, yeah. I believe you wrote about this. I'm not mm -hmm. sure if it was you on Town Hall. Mm -hmm. But Tucker Carlson had some confidential documents from a source sent to him. That was Leah. Okay, but you yeah. know the story, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. what happened with that story? Oh, basically, you know, we had more damning documents. Mm -hmm. And they were intercepted in, in route in the mail. Somebody at the Postal Service... Well, I don't think ripped it was, open, ripped it. Well, somebody ripped, it wasn't, ripped open. It, it wasn't the, sent through the USPS. It was UPS? it was? I believe it was FedEx. Oh, FedEx. Okay. That's at least what I've heard. A it could mail, have been UPS. It was a mail server. It was a private point, carrier. Yeah, po point is, someone ripped open the package and mm -hmm. took the documents, and now they're missing. Yep. So, yeah, not and they, good. And they, and they did a full investigation. Yeah. And the company he, is and even he, like he, he credits he credits the you know the, I think the USPS I think it's police. FedEx yeah FedEx it's not USPS it's not a government really? no it's not uh, the government somebody it's yeah not the government. sorry about they that. were clear that it was a private company oh, so it's either FedEx or UPS okay fifty fifty chance well FedEx has <laughs> an investigative arm yeah either way they said that they and were disturbed yeah, that this happened yeah, yeah and I think no one's mail should be seized like this. 
Well, yeah, it's very, it's just very suspicious. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, they searched the plane that the package was on, the sorting, the the whole thing, yeah. and there's a lot of questions about this. But yeah. But supposedly yeah. the documents are still on the hard drive. Oh. So there is copies. Okay, we just gotta uh, just gotta sort through all that. Yeah, you know, I think that's that, gonna take days, though. Yeah, there's that no time drive, for that. Yeah, that hard drive is just the thing. The thing you gotta with, sort through various with, foot photos and movies. Oh God, let's not talk <laughs> about that. The thing with this whole scandal is either Trump wins, and then you know we look to prosecute this corruption from us being in power. Yeah. Or Biden wins. And his presidency is immediately mired in scandal yeah. that is leagues and and stacks of evidence ahead yeah. of anything that the Russia collusion hoax ever had. And I will say this. This, of all things, I, I know we're special prosecutored out right now, special counseled out. Yeah. This deserves a special counsel. I agree. This deserves a special prosecutor. And I do believe that if, God forbid we lose, Uh-oh. one of the going out moves – Will be appointing one. All right, good. Uh, I believe that Mitch McConnell has already been in touch with the president about this. That the that the Senate Intelligence Committee has verified every bit of evidence that has been brought to them by Tony Bobulinski. There will be a public hearing where Tony Bobulinski gets to testify in front of the Intel Committee. It'll come after the election, which sucks, but it will happen regardless of the election result. Is that Ron Johnson said there will be a public hearing? Yeah. And they've been able to verify all this, which yeah. that's and, no small thing. And in the beginning, the Biden camp never denied the emails. Yeah. Never said they were fake. Mm-hmm. They just saw, thought that they could just they, – they relied on their Democrat media, you know, the Democrat media complex to suffocate it mm-hmm. and uh, failed miserably. And a Fox News reporter confronted Jim Biden, the brother of Joe Biden, outside of his lavish – Maryland home. Oh, that's a very nice home he has. Yeah, paid for with Chinese yeah, money. Yeah, very nice home. Um, and he said, I don't want to comment on anything, yeah. of course. Best, will you stop bothering me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the best but, <laughs> you know, aside from the scandal itself, there's another scandal forming. Mm. And it's the willful suppression of a story that is huge. Yeah. We've never had a case where a uh, major presidential candidate like this has had a bombshell story drop against them in the final days of the campaign, and the media, the liberal media, is colluding openly to not report the story and to actively crusade against it in favor of their preferred candidate. Yeah, Yeah. they view it as distraction. Um, And you cover the liberal media a lot, but I've never seen anything Uh, like this. And the social media giants stepped in to help. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, this is a story. Everything is ver- everything has been verified. Mm-hmm. I mean, is it okay to have a person who has gone rogue on foreign policy to protect his family's business interests? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's I mean, that's that that's the core of the issue here. Yep. Joe Biden used not I mean for, for, forget you know using the office of the vice president to to enrich himself all bad. But when he was tasked with, like in Ukraine, to lead up our efforts there, he actively went off the beaten path to fire the prosecutor looking to Burisma, where Hunter was a board member, selling access to Obama officials. And there's video of it. Actually, let's roll that clip. Roll that clip. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." 
They said, you have no authority. You're not the president. The president said, I said, call him. <laughs> I said, I'm telling you, you're not getting a billion dollars. I said, you're not getting a billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid. Oh, and what do you know? The prosecutor yeah. was gone. Yeah. And how do you do it? By, by threatening to withhold the aid. So... I'm pretty sure, and I said this, I've said this before, I'm pretty sure protecting Hunter Biden's board position at Burisma was not an Obama action item. Yeah. But he did so anyway. Did- we saw with Bobulinski, you know, uh, he was talking with Joe Biden. He asked, Basically, I mean, I can't believe he asked this question, but it was asked, do you want this to be a normal arrangement? And Joe Biden said no. Mm-hmm. Remember? There was a lot of talk of plausible deniability between Joe, Jim, and Tony and Hunter. Mm-hmm. They didn't want this to be known. And they got... But they still, even though that deal with CFC uh, China Energy collapsed in 2017, mm-hmm. the deal began when Joe was vice president, and they still got f-ing money from it. Remember, the, the, the chair, Chairman Yi gave $5 million to the Bidens as a personal loan, mm-hmm. which I think we all know what that means. Personal loan whoa, whoa, whoa. Is, a, is a very nice way there's, of— uh, There's details to that that yeah. make it all the more damning. Yeah. It was a personal loan of $5 million yeah. from a Ford government. Yeah. However, it was unsecured, oh. which is unheard of, Yeah, and forgivable, <laughs> which is unheard of. You're basically gifting $5 million through a loan apparatus yeah. from a foreign government. I mean, it is as corrupt as it yeah. gets, folks. Here's $5 million. Please stay involved with us. That's and basically what that is. Pretty much what, what that whole thing yeah. was. After, I mean, what the deal fell through, but look here. Here's $5 million, so Just don't, don't forget about us. <laughs> and on Tuesday night— Tony Bobulinski went on to Tucker Carlson and did an yeah. exclusive interview. Yeah. Now, let's roll here mm-hmm. a supercut that Mr. Producer put together nice. of the best moments of this interview, the most damning moments for the Bidens. They had he has recordings. He was also on there last night that we'll play some clips of. Now, this is gonna be a little bit of a longer clip, but you need to hear this stuff. I mean, a lot of you probably watched Tucker Carlson and yeah. saw this. This needs to be spread wide and far, and people need to understand this kind of corruption isn't just out-of-the-box standard swamp monster stuff. No. This is beyond, yeah. I think, anything that we've ever seen from it's selling the highest-ranking government yeah, I mean, official. It's selling out America. I mean, basically, the, the, you know, we talked about you know, the, the Biden – I would say the Biden doctrine is this. Get paid first. Ask questions later. Yep. Even exactly. even even if it's with entities with ties to rival governments and other shady uh, actors, it's get paid first, ask questions later, and, even, and also protect my family members who are involved in in said shady deals. Right. And even Tony Bobulinski's like, I couldn't believe some of the shit that was going yeah. on here. Oh, he wanted to shout liar during the debate. When, yeah. When Joe was like, I had no idea, I was not involved in any of this stuff that Hunter was doing. So let's roll those clips. This sounds like direct involvement in them. Yeah, that's a blatant lie. When he states that, that is a blatant lie. And uh, in that debate, he made a specific statement around questions around this from the president. And uh, I'll be honest with you, I uh, almost stood up and screamed liar. And um, I'm thinking about the Biden family. Like, how are they doing this? I know Joe decided not to run in 2016, but what if he ran in the future? Aren't they taking political risk or headline risk? And I remember looking at Jim Biden and saying, how are you guys getting away with this? Like, aren't you concerned? And he sort of, he looked at me and he laughed a little bit and said, uh, 
plausible deniability. And so I called Rob Walker and I told him that if that statement isn't retracted by uh, uh, Congressman Schiff by midnight on Sunday, that I was going on record and I was disclosing all the facts to the American government, to the American citizen and the world. But I could not allow another minute, another hour or day for my family's name to be associated or, or muddied up around Russian disinformation. Um, but basically, Rob's position was, if you go on record with all these facts, you'll bury all of us. If he doesn't come out on record, I am uh, providing the facts. You're just going to just bury all of us, man. There's two chairmen in the story. There's Chairman Yi, who is the chairman of CFC. Yes. In that text from Hunter Biden, he was not talk talking about the chairman of CFC. And what Hunter's referencing there is he spoke with his father, and his father is giving an emphatic no to the ask that I had, which was putting proper governance in place around Oneida Holdings. So I think Joe Biden and the Biden family are compromised. I mean, dear I mean, God. It's just damning stuff. Oh, my God. And that's why... Even though the, the liberal media is colluding for a blackout here with yeah. the social media giants, yeah. it's still breaking through to yeah. the American public because they see this is this is the exact type of – I mean this is an extreme example. Yeah. But this is the exact type of corruption that Donald Trump was elected to go combat in Washington, D.C. Yeah. Everybody here is yeah. taking money from foreign governments. Yeah. It's a well-known yeah. non-secret, yeah. right? FARA, the Foreign Agents Registration Act, yeah. is a joke. Yeah. And that's something that if we win a second term and congressional majorities, there needs to be we need to reform. There, there, yeah, there, like, especially with, with regards to teeth, adding some teeth in the enforcement China. measures. China. China, China yeah. knows how to get around these yeah. laws. I mean, yeah. China abused all the past trade deals, yes. the World Trade Organization, the World Health yeah. Organization, yeah. up and down. And also, I mean, as you saw with all these professors, all these these Chinese professors in academia being yeah. being being arrested. Like obviously, Far was not being eight more yesterday yeah, oh arrested God, for being yeah. spies for the yeah. Chinese government. I mean, <laughs> they're stealing our intellectual yeah. property. They're manipulating their currency. They're stealing our jobs. They are our biggest enemy. Yeah, and, you gotta be tough. And we're at risk. Yeah. of of you know electing a president who's who's get, wholly owned by China. Yeah, who's gonna give away the farm? And Bob Linsky said they're compromised. I mean, they took $5 million of their money, folks. Yeah. Compromised. You think they're going to actually go? No, they're not going to do that. So another angle to this story is the social media censorship that's going on. And it's pretty damning. Yeah. The Twitter CEO, Jack Dorsey, who of all the tech CEOs is by far the biggest piece of shit. Uh, he he was, looked like John Walker Lynn. Remember that guy? The American yeah. Taliban? He mm -hmm. looked like him during that whole Zoom call. I'm like, dude, what happened? Everyone was calling him Rasputin. I heard that. <laughs> he did look like Rasputin. One. I heard that. Another one. So he testified virtually in front of the Senate Commerce Committee yesterday. Originally, the hearing was supposed to be more based on political advertising and advertising markets and commerce and that kind of stuff. However, it quickly turned to tech censorship, particularly yeah. of the Hunter Biden story. And they're the, locking out of the New York Post. The New York Post, yeah. So let's take a listen to this clip where, according to Dorsey himself, Twitter has no proof that this whole story is disinformation or fake or anything like that. And, I mean, th this is just an admission of guilt on live TV. Roll that clip. Okay, for both Mr. Zuckerberg and Dorsey, who, who censored, censored New York Post stories or throttled them back, do either one of you have any evidence that the New York Post story is part of Russian disinformation 
or that those emails aren't authentic to any of you have any any inspiration whatsoever they're not authentic or that they are russian disinformation mr dorsey we we don't so why the censorship uh, yeah and then he said he also said that they never censored the president mm -hmm. which is a lie they, they censored the president's tweets during the minneapolis riots yep uh, and he lied about the link not being able to yeah. be shared. Yeah. He said it could be shared. Ted Cruz says, nope. Nope. And you then he, lied under oath. Yeah, lied under oath. You know what they did? Yeah. They quickly took the block off right after yeah, that. Because once they were actually in legal jeopardy. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. Because everyone tried. He right. said that and everyone tried to share a link from the, the New York Post and you couldn't do it. Yep. Mm, something, you know, the, it, well, the, the fail whale doesn't exist anymore. But the equivalent of that. <laughs> it's very up. obvious what's happening here. Uh, they're just trying to get Joe Biden across the finish line. I hear that there's still much, much more to come from this hard drive. I wish that it would come out today or tomorrow because yeah. time is running out. Yeah. You know, you want people to see these stories before they go vote. We're going into the final weekend of massive early in-person voting. Uh, election day is Tuesday, so, you know, time's ticking here. Yeah. Uh, the These things need to get out. And, I mean, some of the stuff that's come out already is beyond anything we've ever seen. Yeah. But no doubt. The full scope of the corruption won't be I think known for quite some time. Yeah. And it will lead to regardless of who wins will lead to investigations. Yeah. Now if Biden wins, remember he oh, has the full power of the federal government. It's under the rug. Right. <clears throat> That'll get swept under the rug. The whole Durham investigation, Russia Gate, that whole yeah. thing gets goes away. So, you know, they're really counting on it. And one thing Bob Linsky said during the, the interview that I thought was particularly interesting is that he was not going to do public interviews such as that one yeah. until pencil neck Adam Schiff went on TV and basically called him a Russian operative and said that this is a Russian disinformation campaign. Yeah. Bob Alinsky, who served faithfully this country yeah. in the military for decades, yeah. his father, his grandfather, it is a military service yeah. family. And he's a Democrat. Oh yeah, only has donated yeah, Democrats in the past. I mean, he's 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 not like a Republican operative here. Like, yeah. listen, he's I, done the bidding of the Biden family. <laughs> yeah, and agreed. Like, if this, I mean, no one wants this, mm -hmm. and he probably would have, you know, would have gone quietly into the night. But until yeah, like you said, Adam Schiff was like, you know, pe start peddling the Russia collusion stuff, which, uh, sorry, Russian misinformation stuff, which mm -hmm. has quickly collapsed. I don't actually, besides Lib Journos. I'm hard pressed to find that. That mean it really didn't stick. That narrative. Yeah. No one believed. It. Well, you especially know. when the other side, the Biden camp, was not denying the emails. The thing is, they're still saying it. Yeah, I know. They're well, still. They're, they're trying. It's, it's they're the, trying. They're, they're, yeah. they're trying to get that echo chamber going again. Mm -hmm. But I mean, it's again the laptop is real. Everything has been yeah. verified. You know, Bobolinsky has been. I mean, for also also, why would he risk a lying to the FBI? Mm -hmm. Charge, y'all. You see what happened? How Mike Flynn is handling that? Yeah. I mean, it's politically motivated, but Mike Flynn, but it's still a pain in the ass. Will screw you the hell over. I mean, there's no, there's the 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 man has no interest to lie. Well, one of the there's clips no reason we, for him to lie. One of the clips we just played, uh, he says, you know, it's a recording of a call yeah. where he says, you're gonna, someone's going to bury us all on yeah, this. Yeah, that, right? that was uh, 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 Walker. Walker, yeah. yeah. And then there's all, yeah, you know, he yeah, also went on. Uh, Bob Linsky also went on to say that his family is getting death threats. He's yeah. had to put them into hiding, being protected by his former Navy SEAL, uh, you know, yeah. compatriots, I guess you'd yeah. say, brothers in arms. Yeah. Uh, he has private security. The FBI yeah. has essentially offered to put yeah, him into the witness him. protection program. I mean, the whole thing, 
I mean, if if this was Hillary, he'd have been suicided already. Oh yeah, before yeah, all yeah, this yeah. even he came out, he would have been uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, but the whole thing is is an insane story, and we have to stay on this because undecided voters don't want this crap, yeah. nor do the Bernie Bros. Yeah, okay? Bernie Bros. Don't like it. Uh, you indep- know, independents don't like this. The number one Google search term this week: How do I change my vote? Yeah. So that's why early voting is a f-ing scam. Yeah. And I don't like yeah, it I don't whatsoever. Like early yeah, I know. And because, like, so, I mean, in for, a pandemic year, I could see it on right. But, but, but the the principle, right? It's not because suppose you vote for somebody and he turns out to to have like raped somebody, right? Like, what twenty five years ago? What like, if election morning we you know yeah. find this bombshell out that he's owned by the Chinese by government? Chinese, yeah, something <laughs> like that. Like early voting yeah. is not. I mean, I, that. This whole same day registration stuff, like yeah. I, I, I don't like it. I, I don't. Yeah. Sorry, folk, I don't. But yeah, I mean, this is this is um, prayers with him because I'm sure he's catching a lot of. Oh him. yeah, he's he's. I mean, this is not. It's he's not in pretty. a bad situation. It's not pretty. So we'll see what happens with all of this, and of course we'll yeah. report on it. Unlike the leftist media, you can of course find all the updates on this at townhall.com. Yeah. Uh, and our our friends in the conservative media will keep publishing the story, the true story on this. Yeah. Uh, you know, yesterday we found out something interesting. Do you remember back in 2018 when the New York Times published that op-ed that yeah. basically said we are the deep state and we're fighting Trump from within? Yeah, I remember. And it that. was penned by anonymous. Yeah. Well, it turns out that Anonymous is basically a low-level f***ing pencil pusher in the yeah, government, yeah. not the senior administration official that we were promised. Yeah. Uh, you know, at one point they were saying that it was Vice President Mike Pence. Remember, remember uh, that? Yeah, that was, yeah. That was some good times, though. So it turns out that this uh, guy was uh, a former DHS staffer, Miles Taylor, who is already a CNN Miles Taylor? Who's already a CNN contributor. Uh, shocker. Yeah. And had previously lied on air about being anonymous to be to be correct in that fact. Yeah. This was the most anticlimactic thing I could have ever it seen really in my life. It really was. It really was. I mean, I was expecting someone good, you know, yeah. like Mattis or, yeah. you know, someone uh, Chris, big. Kristen Nielsen. Yeah, someone you know? big. And this guy, when he wrote that in 2018, you know, they say he's a former chief of staff to the DHS secretary. Let's be clear. At the time he wrote it, he was not. He yeah. was simply a foreign policy advisor, low-level staffer, not even listed as part of the leadership on the DHS website, which had 59 names listed. That's how f***ing low-ranking he was. And the president said he was basically a disgruntled former staffer, yeah. which is the, the truth. And Even liberal media f- figures are like, you know what? Uh, this really stretches senior administration official to the limit. Yep. <laughs> the free. And uh, Trump campaign press secretary Hogan Gidley had uh, a good quote on this, called it the least impressive, lamest political revealing of all time. He said, I worked with DHS officials while I was in the White House, and even I had to research who Miles Taylor was. <laughs> He's just another standard-issue, arrogant Washington, D.C. swamp bro who loved President Trump until he figured out he could try to make money by attacking him. He also pointed out that Taylor lied to Cooper on CNN when asked if he was anonymous. And contrast Taylor to Tony Bobolinsky, the U.S. Navy veteran who has come forward under his true name to point the finger at the real corrupt politician, Joe Biden. He's basically – this guy's basically a nobody. Yeah. So that was a funny story yesterday. That got way more airtime than any of the Biden corruption stuff. Not so shocking there. This morning, great news, the GDP number came out. And it was, as predicted, above 30%. We had a massive 33.1% increase in domestic growth. 
uh, in growth domestic product, GDP, for the third yeah. quarter. And there's a warning now. The president tweeted, quote, GDP number just announced, biggest and best in the history of our country and not even close. Next year will be fantastic, all caps. Yeah. However, sleepy Joe Biden and his proposed record-setting tax increase would kill it all. So glad this great GDP number came out before November 3rd. Yes. That last part is something very understated about this election. Mm-hmm. Biden is running on a platform of raising taxes. Yeah, he is. Although you can't write that, you get fact-checked. Yeah. You you say the truth, and yeah. you get fact-checked gotcha. by the leftists. Even though it's on video. Yeah. No cut. He said that. No cut. I'm raising your taxes. Well, he tries to okay. say, you know, okay. their, their mental gymnastics they do is nobody yeah. under 400000 is going to get new taxes. Yeah. Well, that's just bull****. Okay? That, by the way, that number has increased, like, almost half. Like, yeah. But yeah. remember Obama, it was 250000 mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Well, they don't take into account the fact that Biden has pledged to roll back the entire President Trump's uh, Tax Cuts and Jobs Act. Which is a middle class in- tax increase. That'd be a huge middle class yeah. tax increase. Doesn't take into account the uh, ammunition and firearms taxes that he wants to put into place. Yeah. My annual firearms and ammo tax bill, I think would be, or a magazine tax bill, would be somewhere in the region of $10,000 because it's $250 per instance. And doesn't take into account the corporate tax increase. Yes. That's something that people gloss over. Yeah. Big time. That's the reason why Apple repatriated like some hundred billion dollars overseas because oh, yeah. it was because it was reduced. And not just that, the corporate and they tax spent that rate money here they repatriated right. and they spent it here to hire more people and to help uh, release their new product line. Taking taking Apple sent us free stuff. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the, the taking the corporate tax rate from twenty eight percent down to twenty two percent was. A massive, yeah. massive boost for our economy. And even now, I still think 22% is a bit steep. Oh, I agree. I agree. 15 to 18 sounds just right. Well, Biden's talking about 30, so that's oh what he wants to do. Oh, my God. Everyone's going to leave. Oh, yeah. Everyone's going to leave at 30%. Keep in mind, keep in mind, we need to recover the economy from the China virus, right? Yeah, that too. That's so true. he wants to put a massive tax increase into place to stifle economic growth in a time where we need to recover. Yeah. People don't understand. They think of, you know, corporations as big, bad, evil machines, right? Corporations are people at its base. You know what that corporate tax cut allowed corporations to do? It allowed them to give people bonuses. Yep. Tons of corporations did that. As soon as the tax cut passed, they said, hey, here's a $1,000 bonus. Go inject it into the economy. It allows corporations to give real take-home wage increases. Yeah. And this is coming from a point of, Personal knowledge, you know, I help to run the business's finances for us. Yeah. And a corporate tax increase of this magnitude would destroy countless businesses. Destroy them. And, the, the, I mean, lower tax environments encourage economic development. That's just common sense, right? Yeah. Apparently not to the left. Not even to take into account his promised federal minimum wage hike to $15 an hour. He. That would kill tens of thousands of small businesses overnight, have to close up shop. The ones that are already struggling because of forced government liberal lockdowns. I mean, the, the Biden economic plan is a, is a true doomsday scenario. The more I read about it, the more I just know we're f***ed. 
yeah. if this happens. Yeah. Because if let's be real, if Biden wins the presidency, if he has enough to win the presidency, they're taking the Senate and they're going to keep the House. Green New Deal. Here we come. It's it's the he's, entire socialist yeah. agenda. Yeah. And, and I know he's like, you know, uh, you know, I beat the socialists. Listen. Listen. Yeah. Joe, you're going to have to enact – you're going to have to get rid of fracking. You're going to have to destroy the oil industry. You're going to have to do all the things in the Green New Deal because the envir- – that is a debt that you just can't you know, put like on a payment plan. The environmental left wants that due like today. Well, here's the thing. So among other things. Biden won't even be the president. Oh, that's okay? true. It will be – you know, we should probably give our thanks there's, to Kamala Harris, the first black female president. Yeah. We're gonna have. There's a – there's a – well, hopefully – hope to God hopefully, not. Hope to God not. Yeah. Hope there's God a – but there's a very real chance if he does win, one, he might step down even before inauguration. What? Okay. Oh, my. Yeah, that's true. Look at the scandal. Yeah, that's true. Okay, you can't do that. Look at the scandal. Yeah, the scandal, I forgot. Because if that. he goes into being president, it taints the whole administration right off the yeah. bat, right? Yeah. If he steps back and says, yeah. you know what? My health is declining too much. I'm out. Yeah. But To quote Shark Tank. Yeah, but the, <laughs> yeah. But the scandal thing, the, yeah, there's going to be a lot of pressure. So Joe, Kamala will be the real president. Everybody realizes that now. Yeah. And even if Joe Biden is the president, yeah. they're going to give him a fucking you know, cup of Metamucil and stick him over in the corner and said, Joe, don't yeah. worry about it. We got it under control. You know what? Let the VP do it. The 25th Amendment has asked right yeah. out. Let the they VP may do be it. pointing that now based on these corruption stories. Yeah. Hell, the House Dems may even fucking impeach him. Yeah. They may say, you know what? Get him out of here because yeah. it gives them cover. Yeah. It gives them political cover. It gives them cover. So the whole thing is just like, and, I mean. you know, they add, and then at the end of the day, if he goes, the, it's the person that they really want in terms of political ideology. Exactly. Taking the seat, which is Socialism. Yeah. So. No, you can't say camel. It's Cam- you know, Kamala. That's racist, remember? Kamala. You know, the whole thing. Yeah. I love when Tucker calls Don Lemon, Don Lamont. Don Lamont. <laughs> Don Lamont. <laughs> but all of that, right? Now let's talk about law and order, because this is another yeah. issue in and of itself. Yeah, Philly's taking Dallas Week to a whole new level. <laughs> yeah, tell me about <laughs> it. In Philadelphia, we have uh, riots going on. We talked about it on Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday night's riots were by far the worst that we saw. Last night yeah. was a little bit calmer because they surged in more National Guard. Of course, they made the same mistake as all these make, right? Yeah. They send in a couple hundred troops the first night. They get, it's a total disaster. They get beaten back. They can't maintain law and order. And then they let they let the, the fires and the looting rage. Then by the third day, when everybody's business is destroyed, they come in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Our old Julio was there. He got some amazing footage. Oh, yeah. And uh, if you want to support the fearless conservative journalism that we do, of course, you could become a town hall VIP member that directly supports us, such as the Triggered Podcast here, Matt's conservative writing, Julio's conservative reporting from the ground in these rioting places. Just go to townhall.com slash subscribe. Pick one of your VIP plans there. Use Triggered for 25% yeah. off your plan. And that, that, that's another thing. If Biden wins, the tech companies are going to be emboldened, and oh. they will be coming after us. They yeah. already are. Yeah. You see what they've done. Yeah. You see what they've done to the New York Post. That's what they're going to do to all of conservative media. So we need your support in that angle there. Um, strictly talking about the riots here, Philadelphia has been ravaged. Totally. Ravaged. <laughs> yeah, totally. It's been totally, <laughs> totally looted, ransacked. Yeah. I mean, the, pl- the, the place is just a mess right now. Yeah. And the mayor is a feckless spineless oh, piece of he made it a sanctuary city he's you know yeah. what's his name kenny yeah jim kenny jim kenny piece uh, of the, the governor is a spineless piece yeah. of 
it's Tom it, Wolf. It's, it's absolute mayhem, and it's you know all this over the fact that a mentally ill man charged at cops with a knife. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, yeah. That that's in the video. It's I justified. swear to, I swear to saw, I mean, I saw it. It was knife. a justified shooting. I'm yeah. sure that the Soros funded DA in Philadelphia will find a way to charge uh, these officers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but hopefully the the system of justice I mean, will he bear dro- out. He dropped seventy million in the last DA election cycle. Yeah. I mean he has to get his money's worth. So. Yeah, but no, remember you can't talk about that. Oh yeah, can't talk, yeah. Area. Fox News can't talk about yeah, that. That's yeah. not that's not related. But, what was uh, more egregious was that essentially from the second in command of the entire Philadelphia Police Department on uh, Tuesday night came essentially a stand down order mm-hmm. that you were not they were not to arrest looters or rioters. They were simply to disperse them. You know what that led to? The rioters and looters were at Walmart, right, ravaging the store. The cops show up, they go away. Yeah. They go to another store. They go yeah. to the Target. They yeah. go to the Metro PCS or the Boost Mobile because people apparently still use those. <laughs> then the cops go down to clear out the other shopping center. You know what they do? They go to split cells. So Back to the Walmart. It's whack-a-mole. Yeah. It's whack-a-mole. Yep. So that was a total failure. Then last night you have them find... After multiple reports of explosions across the city, yeah, you had uh, rioters toss bombs into stores. They blew up uh, uh, metro uh, station type things. They found a van with explosives. Funny, there was a van with weapons in Seattle. Mm-hmm. How does this keep happening? Mm. Hmm. Who's funding this? What is going on? Yeah, so. This has led to the National Guard being there for uh, who knows how long. Last night, we also had massive unrest in D.C. This was related to uh, a black man dying, what they consider to be at the hands of police officers. I don't consider to to be that. The story is they uh, were trying to pull over a uh, 20-year-old black man riding a moped on the sidewalk. He refused to pull over and fled police. The officers followed him. Uh, at some point, the man crashed into a car or was hit by a car as he was fleeing, killing him. They blame that on the D.C. police. I'm sorry. I mean, the whole thing. Like, it's just unbelievable. Uh, it's, it's, it is laughable. I mean, what an idiot. That's the cop's fault? <laughs> what an idiot. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so, so him fleeing the police in a felony is the cop's fault now? Yeah, I know. And, yeah. and, and here in Virginia yesterday, Governor Coonman... The blackface disgrace to this commonwealth yeah. signed into law numerous what they call reforms, which is really just a gutting of the powers of our police here. Yeah, I heard, I heard they're not good. I mean, really, you know, people talk about this election as oh, being the choice season. between life and death, yeah. but it really is. Yeah. Always buy guns and ammo. Always yeah. buy guns and ammo. Uh, we have— They are just so petrified of the mob. Yeah. I mean, I, listen, I, I'm no fan of Northam, but— you you can tell when he first campaigned for governor, he didn't want to like take on law enforcement or like whittle them down. No, he was forced into that position because they found his coon man photo. Well, that, that too, that too. Or or get a KKK saying, rope. Like, we don't know. It, like like yeah, like in general, like a lot of these like it's not the progressive mob ain't big. Yeah, but it's a small vocal time, minority, but they have a lot of power. They do, but I'm not gonna again. I'm not gonna like I say. I'm I, I'm not gonna stop Democrats from walking into a meat grinder. So. Yeah, well, we'll make them comfortable, as Northam said. Yeah, yeah, you know? and then decide on what to do with them. Yeah, um, but there's gonna be massive unrest in this country surrounding the election, especially yeah. if Donald Trump wins re-election. Yeah, 
People just need to prepare for that fact. I think the government's preparing for that fact. Uh, in Texas, Republican Governor Greg Abbott is sending uh, a thousand troops to five of the state's biggest cities. He's already calling up the guard. We're looking at the possibility now that President Trump, if he wins re-election, or even if he doesn't win re-election and there's riots in the streets, he may invoke the Insurrection Act. And I think that uh, that's yeah, a he, smart move. I think we need to pre-position these assets because here's the thing. It takes time. It right? takes time to get them in place. You know, you gotta get you remember the, the L.A. riots? Yeah, the L.A. riots. I mean, I mean, they, they, those cops were not prepared. Mm-hmm. I think the chief was at a fundraiser when the city yeah. was like when 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 the the you know the, the chaos was starting. So it was not good. You got to get prepared because you also got to move in the tanks and the Apache helicopters into position. Well, I don't know. You need tanks. We I mean, need tanks. I, man. You maybe need armored vehicles. Yeah. You know, uh, but they need to prepare the national guard for yeah. a massive deployment yeah. uh, across the country. Yeah. These these liberal cities are going to melt down. Yeah. If Trump wins, I don't know. I, they're going to have to mobilize. I would say, right now, I would say at least 100,000, maybe 250,000 men. It's possible. It's possible. Because they have to cover all the the entire left coast. All those cities are going to be burning. New York, every Philly, major city. Boston. It's every, every major, major city. city. Like even you're, you're, even in yeah. red states, yeah. the major cities in general are yeah. blue, right? Yeah. You know, look at, look at a place like Georgia, for yeah. example, well, right? right? Atlanta. Yeah. Right? Even smaller cities like Richmond was on fire for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. So, I mean, we're going to have to deploy also federal agents, mm-hmm. every law enforcement. I mean, even the f-ing dog catchers if necessary. Yeah. Well, the good thing is is that if President Trump wins re-election, he will have the mandate to really crack yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has to crack down. Right? That's yeah. That's been one of the things here. I mean, I think he wanted to during the summer, yes. but it's an election year. You can't have that's that. That's exactly what you I was going to say. can't have that. And he was yeah. already catching flack for those, you know, people being, you know, rambunctious. Apparently, it was the American Tiananmen when a bunch of violent leftists were dispersed with tear gas. Yeah, you know. God, so, for, God forbid, you know, they're yeah. throwing bricks at the yeah. police. Can't yeah. use tear gas. Yeah, can't use tear gas. So, it's unbelievable. Of course, you know, he wanted to, you know, lay down the hammer, but he has to get reelected first. Yep, but, but stay vigilant, folks, because it's going to be a bumpy ride yeah. through the weekend and into election week. Uh, sadly, in France, there was another terror attack this morning. Uh, three yeah. people were killed at the Notre Dame Basilica in Nice, France. A terrorist entered the church around another, 9 a.m. Another local attack time. in Nice. Yep, yelling Allah Akbar and proceeded to behead at least one woman. There was a conflicting report as to whether another man was beheaded in the church or stabbed to death. Uh, the third victim ran out of the church but was hunted down and killed. There seems to be an uptick in France in yeah. uh, Islamist activity. Yeah, because before this, there was a teacher who was beheaded. Yep. So, um, yeah, you know, they're a problem again. Oh my God! It's it's like they're a problem again. You know, yeah. it, there there's been in depth reporting on the no go zones in France, yeah. right? Macron last week, which a lot of people believe may lead to more violence here, and I never like to blame it on the guy who's trying to fix the problem because yeah. it's terrible. Yeah, he said that he wants to combat this. Yeah, he so can't it's, have it's, this. It's possible yeah. that they're gonna lash out even yeah. worse. Hopefully there's no mass terror attack, right? Yeah. Like, you know, we've that we saw at, you know, Bataclan and, and all that. Yeah, yeah, and France has, you know, experience with, co- you know, combating terror. I mean, all, all I mean, they have a, the, the, the prosecutors in France have a lot of authority. And well, you, mo- it, a lot of this is going to be done in secret, so you know it's going to be, like, quick. And know, to be honest, gets these it's, warrants out for these guys and stuff it's like that. partly of their own doing. Yeah. They let all these people into their country. 
You know? Oh, yeah, with the it's Syrian the same refugee thing crisis? In Germany. Absolutely, yeah. It's the same thing in Germany. Germany let in almost a million of them. Something and they're not assimilating. Exactly. They're not assimilating. They're not working. So they're just plotting jihad, and it is not good. Not Something good. I've always said on this show, yeah. and uh, is nowadays apparently a controversial opinion. Yeah. Islam is not compatible no, it's not. with Western civilization. No, it's not. No, it's not. Now, there are some moderate Muslims. There, there's yeah, Muslims what, in this what, country who love America. I agree, but I always say when this stuff happens, where the f*** are they? Right. Right. Where the where are where is this overwhelming moderate majority that doesn't you know that, that condemns this stuff? I have I have waited twenty years for these people to pop out and be like that's wrong. They don't say, shit. and then you know you have these horrible numbers. I mean the most populous country, the most populous Muslim country is Indonesia. Uh-huh. One in four think that it's uh, perfectly okay to kill the woman who's been raped because of fornication. Oh yeah, well there's yeah. a new there's another number that came out this morning that yeah. was even more damning. Oh god. A a global poll yeah. of of Muslims. Yeah. 57% said that they would support some element of jihad against the infidel. Okay. There you go. You know how many people that is? That's a lot of people. It's a fucking billion That's, people. Yeah, yeah. So They also think uh, I believe in Egypt the majority was it Egypt or was it the whole Muslim world? I forget. Mm-hmm. But it was damn near it was a majority of them that said that if you, you know, death to apostates. Yeah. Those who leave the faith deserve to die. Not normal. This is not normal. Yeah. Well, so here's another story that's tied into this. Yeah. As a reaction, as a reaction from this terror attack, a former Malaysian prime minister, Mathahir Muhammad, said, quote, Muslims have a right to be angry and to kill millions of French people for their massacres of the past. Massacres of the past. Okay. It's what, bad. I mean, whatever. It's bad, man. Do, listen, listen, listen. We all know that this religion has issues. It's the only and major religion that hasn't undergone a reformation. Yeah, and its followers have issues. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, again, I, I just, I don't, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not good. Yeah. It's not good. Well, we'll keep an eye on this. Hopefully nothing worse happens, but yeah. I do have a sinking feeling that there is something major well, brewing yeah, in Europe. I, I just, sorry, to get on this, before we leave this, mm-hmm. we all know what's happening, what's, what's going to happen with the media reaction to this. Mm-hmm. They're going to count be like, well, you know, the Ku Klux Klan and Christian identity groups and other these, this, that, and the other. What, I have yet to see an attack. That killed 3,000 plus people. Mm-hmm. Did they take down the towers? No. Well, they do the same thing with QAnon and Proud Boys. Oh, yeah. Was it QAnon and Proud Boys yeah. out there rioting and destroying Philadelphia? Yeah, apparently, no. QAnon is, you know, hundreds of millions of people, apparently. Most Americans don't even know what the f*** it is. Yeah. It's like a liberal media circle yeah. tubing. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Although, I did meet somebody who has met a lot of QAnon people. Yeah, you know, I love when Trump's I like, think that we should interview some. No, no. We no, should no. bring them onto the podcast. I think I, they're interesting. They're interesting people. Insane, one thing, but interesting. One thing, you know, there's there's some elements of it that aren't yeah. insane, actually. You know, when Trump said, you know, all I know about them is they oppose pedophilia, which is yeah, that really a bad thing? A bad you know, thing. Yeah. Now, the rest of the theory is that oh, it's uh, there's a cabal yeah, of it's uh, liberal... Satanic cult. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little... Nut- but, 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 I want to hear their <laughs> side. Yeah. I really I think we should have some QAnon people. All right, no, we're not doing that. Moving That'd be a on. nice Christmas special. No, moving on. We're going to talk Q-Anon about... Very QAnon Christmas. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about the GOP Senate races here because we got some good news coming out of them. John James, 
rising star in the Republican Party, regardless of what happens in this election. And I do think that he will win Michigan. As long as Trump wins Michigan, I think John James is going to win Michigan. He went on TV with former UN ambassador Nikki Haley, and they candidly laid out everything that's at stake in this election on Tuesday. And I think they, they really summarized it very well. Let's take a listen to this clip. Well, the biggest issues is uh, who's for the people of the state of Michigan, who is for our constitutional rights and, and, our, and our moral values. Uh, right now, I'd ask America, who do you trust with your First Amendment rights? Who do you trust with your Second Amendment rights? Who do you trust with your freedom? I've always been taught that when your opponents tell you that they're going to do something, you better believe them. When they tell you that they are going to shut down uh, oil uh, and, and energy independence, you better believe them. When they tell you they're going to bring forward the Green New Deal that would decimate the automotive industry, you better believe them. When they tell you that they're going to abolish the Electoral College that would shut out Midwestern states from having a voice in the presidential election, you better believe them. And my opponent was just endorsed by AOC because he's going to be less than a speed bump on the leftist uh, roller coaster uh, over to the, uh, to the left extreme. Go to johnjanksforsenate.com. I need your help. We need to make sure that we have the truth and that we maintain our Republican majority in the United States Senate to protect our Constitution. So he said, believe them. Believe what they say. They've said it. They've said what they want to do. Yeah. I mean, the whole deal, you know, we Packed can spend... courts. Oh, the core packing, the Green New Deal, yeah. the socialism, the minimum yeah. wage, the taxes, taking your guns, yeah. taking your free speech, cancel culture, the whole thing. These people cannot have power. These people can't have power. And we find out in Georgia, Senator Perdue is in a, uh, a relatively tough re-election race there against John Ossoff, uh, who's a real piece of... Basically, Ossoff has ties to the ties to the Chinese communists. Who would have thought? Oh. Another Democrat oh, with ties shock. to the communists. Shocking. It's really unbelievable. We have some good polls that came out on the Senate races. I'm not going to run through every single one of them. Uh, but, again, it's tied. If President Trump wins re-election, we're holding that Senate. I'm pretty confident yeah, of that. I agree. I think that there's an outside chance, maybe, you know, 5 6 7%, that if we lose the presidency, God forbid, we are able to hold the Senate. Uh, but that's low probability. Yeah. So the the big key is get out there and vote. Get your neighbors to vote. Get your yeah. friends to vote, your coworkers, your family. Yeah. Anybody who you think is Trump curious can be had. Yes. Because they see what the alternative is, yeah. right? They may not like Trump's tweets. And, you know, this is the line to take with them, right? Yeah. You may not like his personality. You may think he's too bombastic. Yeah. You may not like his tweets, but look at his record yeah. of governance, and he's a known quantity. Oh, he'll, keep, right? he'll keep you employed. Yeah. He'll keep you employed. Basically, you're fighting for your job at this point. Yeah. You're fighting for the country, right? Do we want to keep the America that we've known and loved, or do we want to turn into a leftist socialist hellhole? And that yeah. works with people because, yeah. yeah, they may not like him, but he's the known quantity, right? That's the yeah. power of the incumbency. Yeah. Sometimes it works against incumbents. But in this case, I think when you if you're undecided at this point, you're just at least Trump curious. Yeah. Because the TDS Trump derangement syndrome people, they've already voted. They're done. Yeah. Right? Anybody that hasn't voted yet in general can be had. Yeah. So, you know, like the people we've had on from the Trump campaign, like uh Mark Water, if you get just one person out there. It's a landslide. Yeah. So you know, hit the ground running. And this weekend is a great time to do it, you know. There's easy ways to uh, phone bank, you know, not that it's the most luxurious thing to do, but it is an important part of the ground game. You know, whoever contacts the more voters usually Wins. ends up winning. Yeah. 
And we have a superior ground game, but we need volunteers to do it. You know, if you have an extra 10 bucks, go donate to your favorite Senate candidate. Yeah. This past week, I just donated to President Trump, to Cocaine Mitch, to Tom Tillis, to Joni Ernst, to John James. Those are the people that we need to support in their final battle here. You know, $10, that gets them about 100 Facebook ads. Yeah. That's reaching 100 people in their area, you know? So it, it, however small the amount you may think it is, even if it's 5 bucks, a dollar, yeah, it all goes a long way to helping elect these candidates. And Give you, what you can. Exactly. Give yeah. what you can. And, you know, you don't want to find yourself two weeks from now saying, at least I wish I did something a little more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's time to lay it all on the field here. Yeah. We have to win this election. They're coming after the Girl Scouts now. Yeah, you saw what Girl happened Scouts, last night. Not good. What happened with that? Well, basically, they just they just tweeted a nice little uh, post about you know females on the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. Bitter Ginsburg, but Amy Coney Barrett was in there, and everybody got their cookies in a bunch, and they they deleted the post. Yeah, the liberal, the liberal mob came after the Girl Scouts, which elicited the Girl I think Scouts. Were targeted, and I think that elicited a worse reaction when they deleted it yeah. than if they would have just left it. Yeah, there. But I mean, they apologize, and I said, like, you have nothing to apologize for. Mm -hmm. It says more about the people that came after you over this than it does about you know you. But at the same time, you deleted the post, so yeah. I mean, you don't need to listen. It was not going to hurt cookie sales. I just say that. If anything, if anything, canceling yeah. it might hurt yeah. cookie sales more. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've seen some Republicans. I mean, those thin like, mints. Those thin mints are like crack cocaine for the white suburban people. I mean, it's just, <laughs> those white suburbanites. They love that. That the tagalogs. Well, you know what the crack cocaine for white suburban people is? Uh, cocaine. Yeah, that's it's true. not oh, that's the crack it. version. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, a little. They start a little bit and they have some thin mints. There yeah. you go. Like you know, it's a nice. Well, little, you know where nice they lost combo. me is when they changed the name of Samoas because it was racially insensitive. I was like, oh yeah, get a you know, get a I life. Know. I know, um, but I still bought a box. Agreed. Yeah. I do love Girl Scout cookies. Um, Dude, the uh, so Edie's used to make a Girl Scout, like a Thin Mint ice cream. Yeah. Do you remember that? That, yep. Did they still make that, or has that been discontinued because of the because it's only a limited edition thing? Yeah. So f***ing good. Oh, chocolate ice cream with the Thin Mints in there. Yum. Let's okay, talk about sorry. the election war. Yeah, I know. Getting, side now, there, now yeah. I'm getting hungry. Yeah, you're getting all riled up over there. <laughs> getting all tubing. Yeah, um, getting all... Uh, okay, okay, I, I can't okay, say okay. that. Yeah, you, know, yeah, you know where I was going. Uh, <laughs> I, know, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know exactly where you're going. Okay, let's talk about the election Party war. Me. The election warfare. The lawfare that's going on here. Yeah. Uh, President Trump has assembled an unprecedented team of lawyers to yeah, act yeah. as thank, poll watchers. Thank God. Uh, he's deploying them to places like Pennsylvania, North Carolina, yeah. Michigan, Wisconsin, Rust Belt, the whole deal, right? What we have now is we're getting rulings going both ways, mm -hmm. some in favor, some against. Uh, the most recent ruling at the Supreme Court was not favorable to us in North Carolina, nor was it favorable to us in Wisconsin. Uh, but... But they haven't struck important restrictions such as, you know, signature verification yeah. and things like that, right? So the it's, ripeness it's, for they're, fraud they're not, is— Yeah, they're not whittling down the deadline right. in, in terms of accepting ballots after Election Day. So I think in North Carolina they can still accept those six days after, which is— Nine days Nine days—that's—okay. Day, okay, that, but, but keep in mind, yeah. here, here's what people—they overreact about this. Yeah. It's not like on November 5th, after the election's already happened, you yeah. can go mail it and have yeah. it get there by the 9th and it'll count. That's not how it works. Yeah. It has to be into the system by election evening and postmarked. Yeah. If 
someone were to massively fraud the system, they would either have to be essentially a United States postal worker, yeah. which is or believable. An, or an election official. Or an election official, or have stolen a postmarking machine, for example. Yeah, Something that, like that, that right? Per, that person's which, gone away for you know, a long these, time. These things can happen, they but can. it would need to take a very significant level of coordination. Yeah. Also, if the levels of Trump victory are as high as I expect they will be... It's not going to matter. Then it wouldn't be fraudable. Yeah, well, yeah, right? it's not, not going to matter. So, I know still, people don't want... It still makes me uncomfortable. I, and, and I totally agree with that. Yeah. But keep in mind, there's going to be a level of diminishing returns here, yeah. right? Yeah, if someone mails their, their ballot on election day, it's going to be to the election office by two, three days after max. In that six-day period afterwards... You'll get maybe a thousand ballots, two, three thousand ballots, right? Yeah. Which, yeah, if the race is that close, then you're talking about major legal warfare regardless. You're talking about going to the courts regardless for recounts, striking ballots, the whole deal. Yeah. Something the Supreme Court ruling did leave open is striking down validity of these ballots after the election. Ooh. So you're talking like Bush v. Gore. Yeah. Stop the count. Yeah. Right? So and Amy Coney Barrett has been on the court for a couple more. You know, but she sat out these. Yeah, cases. because she just got. She can always re-review those Wait, documents. Right, which I still think is yeah. bullshit. If an emergency stay is refiled again, yeah, I yeah. think it it could be different. Yeah, because she's however, been there longer and she she's she's caught up on some stuff. However, the Pennsylvania Department of State, which is run by Democrats, issued guidance for <gasps> counting. Right, and it's a win for Trump. Ah. While the Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruled that election officials have a three-day extension until Friday at 5 p.m., which actually is not that long, honestly. Yeah. If we have a winner in Pennsylvania by Friday at 5 p.m., the the whole race is going to be over, right? The Republican National Committee and the Trump campaign have challenged that decision. But because of that, the Pennsylvania Department of State is advising polling officials to keep two different piles of mail-in and absentee ballots. They're going to have to have one pile that securely segregates mail-in and civilian absentee ballots received before 8 p.m. on Election Day versus those received after. Mm. Here's why that's key, because what what we just talked about. You could go back and challenge it to strike all those votes, and we could then get a ruling in our favor afterwards, right? So that guidance in itself, by not co-mingling, you're setting yourself up for a chunk of votes there that could be struck. Yeah. So also keep in mind in Pennsylvania, they kept in place the secrecy ballot measures or the secrecy envelope measures. Yeah. Which could strike up to 300,000 mail-in votes, which are overwhelmingly Democrat. Yeah. Right. So while I am worried and anxious about the potential for fraud, I'm not as worried and anxious about it as I was, say, two months ago. Two months ago. Okay. Yeah. It's still there. Of still, course it's yeah, still there. And yeah. it's a risk in every election, right? Yeah. This isn't new. Voter yeah. fraud is not new. Yeah. As much as they like to say there's no proof that it exists, there's plenty yeah. of proof plenty that it proof. exists. Patterson. Yeah. They had to redo a whole f***ing election because it was struck down, yeah. right? Look at the voter fraud that happened in North Carolina 9. Yeah. You remember that special election? Yeah. They voter had to fraud. redo the whole election. Voter fraud. <laughs> so. You have mail carriers trashing ballots. People, in, there's some guy in Boston set a mailbox on fire. Yeah. Yep. So well, did you see when they were rioting in Philly? All the Democrats were like, "Don't burn the ballot boxes; those are Democrat yeah. votes." <laughs> I'm like, well, you know, you get what you sow. Yeah, but exactly. Over the next few days, 
President Trump is going to be having rally after rally after rally. Uh, as we're recording, President Trump's in Tampa, Florida, holding a rally right now. Tonight, he'll be in Fayetteville, North Carolina, campaigning with Senator Tom Tillis. Tomorrow, he'll have rallies in Waterford Township, Michigan, Green Bay, Wisconsin, and Rochester, Minnesota. On Saturday, he has three stops in Pennsylvania, Reading, Pennsylvania, Butler, Pennsylvania, and the most interesting, Bucks County, Pennsylvania. Ah. And we were talking. Yeah. You remember when Romney brought out that huge crowd in Bucks? Yeah. If Trump brings out a huge crowd in Bucks, well, it'll be more than that. Yeah, it'll be more it's going to be huge, yeah. right? Yeah. Keep in mind, all those suburbanites that just got a nonstop local news cycle of riots in Philadelphia. Yeah. That could have a huge impact yeah. on this election. And beyond that, right, that's eight rallies in three days. Beyond that, starting Sunday in the final 48 hours leading up to Election Day, they've promised 11 rallies in 10 states over the final 48 hours. So there's no doubt that President Trump's leaving it all on the field. Now he needs you to do the same for him. Right before we wrap up the show, get into reader emails here, you wrote a good article about the state of the race. Yeah. You know, are Democrats heading into a bloodbath here? Which is very contrary to the mainstream media narrative here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the details of that? Well, you know, we're again, we're only going we're going by voter registration numbers, we're going by early voting. You know, Pennsylvania has, you know, the the Democrat voter registration advantage has been whittled down again significantly. I'm talking hundreds of thousands of people have been either flipping or registering as Republicans. Mm-hmm. And uh, Larry Schweiker and Poll Watch 2020, two good accounts you should follow, have been tracking it endlessly and uh Larry Schweiker's like he basically said the Democrats, they don't see it coming. Yeah. It's going to be bloody. He said that. It's going to be bloody. I think it's very and possible. right now the Democrat advantage in early voting is under 200,000, which means that it's very likely it's going to get wiped away very quickly. We well, you know quickly what's most in interesting. Day. And when that, we'll keep- sorry, when that happens, if Biden loses Florida, folks, remember, this is Harry Enton of CNN. Mm-hmm. If Biden loses Florida, his chances of winning the election dip below 50%. Oh, yeah. So, and an even better indicator. That's a must win for Biden. Oh, we, of we, we have to win Pennsylvania, I think. I don't think so. Hold on. We'll, we'll, oh, yeah, we'll, 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 we'll talk through the yeah, scenarios. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Florida is a key early indicator. Yeah. One, because they'll have all their ballots counted yes. before Election Day. Yes. So everything counted on Election Day is Election Day vote, yep. right? Yep. So when they first release the results, the Dems will have a lead. Yeah. Then it's going to flip, right? Yeah. Similar to how it happened in 2016. Yeah. Look at Miami Dade. Right? Yeah. Traditionally, Democrat bastion. It's, it's the most populous Democratic county in the whole state. And it's running way overperformed for GOP. Yeah. Way overperformed yeah. for GOP. The Hispanic, GOP voting— Hispanics are going to Trump. That's why. Yeah. yeah. The the Cubans, the Puerto Ricans, the Venezuelans yeah. are voting Trump heavy. Yeah. It's, it's honestly shocking Florida Democrats, and they're sounding the alarm. Yeah. And if Trump wins Florida— by more than he did in 2016, oh, yeah. the election will be ours. Yeah. Because if you look, every election going back to 1968, when Florida moves in a direction, the Rust Belt carries. Yeah, it does. And it did. Pennsylvania and Michigan. Yep. Right? And so you bring up a good point. Yeah. You think we need Pennsylvania. I yeah. don't think we need Pennsylvania. You think we're going to be, be able to sweep uh, Michigan, Wisconsin, Ohio? No, and you don't even need to do that. Well, Ohio is a non-factor. I don't even consider that in a toss-up at I, all. I'm just... For I the think sake of argument, I know it's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't consider Iowa and uh, Ohio in the toss-up column. They're yeah. talking about Georgia and Texas. Oh. That's also crackhead Hunter yeah. Biden levels. You're talking about the core three. Right. So the core three. Yeah. If they if Trump carries Florida, North Carolina, Arizona, Arizona. Which I think he will. Right. 
which Arizona's looking probably definitely the shakiest of those three. That'll right? be like a two point victory for Trump. Yeah, it'll be slim. If he does that, then all he needs is Michigan, which looks really good. It does out of all the Rust Belt it states, does. I am most confident in Michigan. Yeah. Even, which, Michael, Michael Michael Moore, mm-hmm. Michigan native, was sounding the alarm about a month and a half ago. You had so, yeah. the Flint vice president of the council. He did a Democrat. Yeah. Come out and endorse Trump. And uh, why did he do that? Oh, because of the rioting and, yep. and the Black Lives Matter mayhem. He he's been trending. He's like I've been leaning towards Trump for months, but that I can't. He can't abide by the violence anymore. And of all of the Rust Belt states, that's most important to carry. Yeah. Michigan is it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because you have a Senate race there. Yeah. If you can pick up that Senate seat and mitigate Democrat gains on other seats, yeah, that's huge in the calculation, right? Yeah. But but, but talking about Pennsylvania. I do think Trump will win Pennsylvania. Yeah. But I also think that it's not a must win as much as it is for you Biden. View, I know. You said this. You feel it more as an icing on the cake. Yeah. You know, type yeah. of thing. And I agree. Now, but, now, if Trump wins Pennsylvania, it's over. It's over. Yeah, it is. Game's and, and, over. If, and if he wins Michigan, yeah, he's going to probably win Pennsylvania. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In Pennsylvania, though, if you look at Luzerne County, mm-hmm. if Biden doesn't do well there, people's insiders in the state say that um, – Biden's going to have a tough time carrying the state. Look at Bucks County. For Kentucky and I in Ohio, the, the rural counties that border mm-hmm. the two states, look for those because if you know Trump got like 68, 72% of the vote mm-hmm. in 16, um, if, he, if he's about the same or is overperforming, it's a real good night. For us, really oh yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, I was shocked, and I know I know you don't like John King, but he actually went in. I, I found it interesting that he went. I forget what county. I think it was Scioto County in Ohio, which is a border county. Mm-hmm. You know, it just shows you how bad a candidate Romney was. The the white working class didn't show up in twenty twelve because they had nothing to you know be excited for mm-hmm. regarding Mitt Romney. He, he didn't speak to them at all. I mean, in that county in 2012, by <laughs> Romney and, and um, Obama split that county. Did you see that? Oh, yeah. 48, yeah. 48. And then in 16, Trump took it like 64%. Yeah. That's the type of margins we need. And if we get into the early returns yeah. and white working class are turning out for Trump, like they were then, in 16, th- yeah. then the race is ours. It is. That's really what it, it really is. is. There's a lot of indicator counties that we can look at. Yeah. Of course, on townhall.com, we will have full coverage that they have everything you possibly need to know. We'll have a live blog going yep. starting in the afternoon. We're going to be looking at uh, exit polls, which may not be that indicative because yeah. remember, they weren't in 2016. Yeah. However, and it's also only... hard because 75 million people have already voted. Yeah. So it's... However, the only thing the exit polls were indicative of in 2016 was an increase in the, in the blue-collar white vote. Yeah. Right? If these polls are missing these rural blue-collar white votes, Voters and that turn out mass in Trump. Yeah. I mean, it's... was it was it you that said in Michigan? In Michigan, requests for a mail-in ballot were two to one Democratic, but in terms of the returns, it was forty-four, forty-four Democratic Republican. Yeah, that means the Trump Democrat share is going to be bigger this year than last year. I think so, and think that so. also kind of muddies the waters for these liberal prognosticators trying to dole out these suppression polls. We're going to track uh, youth vote. We're going to try to get a uh, handle on that because, you know, people are saying there's going to be a one million fewer younger people voting this year. That also impacts the race. And black and Hispanic voter support. Yep. If what I'm seeing from out of Pennsylvania with Trump getting 27% black voter support, mm-hmm. I mean— And increased support in Philadelphia. Yeah. 
I mean, done. The race is over. Game over. Yep. The race is over. All right, so let's hit these reader yeah, emails. Let's get, it. let's get it going. Let's get to our fans. Let's hit these reader emails. Uh, we heard from Kristen out in uh, Utah. She wants to know what we could do to make get spineless Mitt out of office. Well, this election is when. 2022 or 2024? He was elected in 18. Oh, so 2024. Next presidential election year? You're screwed for a couple years there, Kristen. Sorry. Uh, I I hate Mitt Romney as much as you do. Unless Mitt Um, Romney's, you know, caught like in a Hunter Biden situation with, uh, yeah, he's not going. He's not going anywhere anyway. He's squeaky clean. That's the problem. Here's the thing with Mitt. He voted for Amy Coney Barrett. Yeah, but one... Yeah, I hate him. Uh, Don't get me wrong, but... He's if, on the path to If redemption. that seat counting towards our majority, if it's 51-49 Republican, yeah. and that's what helps us to retain the majority, then so be it. Yeah, I guess. That's what's most important. Yes. Yeah. Mitt Romney's a piece of shit. We all know keep it, right? Keep in the basement. But at the same time, yeah. we need to keep the majority. That's that's yeah. the most— Unless a better Republican key. pops up and can boot him. But again, you know? that's four years from yeah. now. <laughs> like, for example, like Mike Lee, you know, booted, you know, Senator Bennett in the convention. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was— Fine, because Mike Lee was going to win anyway. You right, know, right, right. Yeah, states like this, you can have kind of bloody primary challenges. But. So we heard from Clayton. He says, listens to every episode and makes his week. He now loves the commute to work. Boy, that's a, oh. that's a, that's a big compliment. We appreciate yeah. that. He said he's been looking at the Trafalgar polls and was wondering what the margin considered a toss-up. Uh, I emailed Clayton back on this, but it's an interesting question, right? Because if you look at a poll and you know, say it's a New York Times poll and it shows Biden up four in uh, Michigan or Pennsylvania, right? Yeah. That's a tie race, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. If a Trafalgar poll shows him down by a point, he's probably- is very different than you know, say an ABC poll like yesterday that came out in Wisconsin that's seventeen for Biden. Yeah, right. Yeah. So yeah. all the polls are different. They're a mess, it, and it's really a that's a subjective thing as far as what margin is considered toss-up versus leaning one way or the other uh but right now we just got to win clayton's out there in pittsburgh get your people to vote for trump because pennsylvania you know that 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 can be the whole ball game if we put that on top yeah done there's no chance you know if biden loses florida and pennsylvania he's pretty much it's done no it's It's like three percent yeah Yeah, it's done so he he can't he he would have to basically run the table everywhere else which is not gonna happen sorry not to throw in a last minute state but let's look at new hampshire i think trump can probably take new hampshire if if we're going by i'm a little less bullish on that but it was close last but man if the whites turn out oh yeah you know yeah we'll see uh, we heard from our good friend Sinks yes. again. Uh, he said, with Hurricane Zeta hitting, uh, what happens if it disrupts infrastructure and polling on Election Day? Interesting question. I've heard that there will be contingency plans in place if they can't restore power to polling places by the time that that comes around. Uh, keep in mind, Louisiana is reliably Republican, and there's pretty much no concern there. Of course, you want to make sure to vote for the down-ballot Republicans there as well. But... You know, he is right that a vast majority of Republicans want to vote in person. So that could fa- that could be an issue. The good thing is it already moved out of there, so they're moving into the recovery phase. There's a lot of people without power. Yeah. But I'm confident that even if they can't restore area power, that they will be able to bring in generators to run the election infrastructure. So yeah. I don't think there's too much of a concern there. Yeah. The Democrats created that hurricane 
to put Louisiana in play. Now you sound like the D.C. councilman that said the Jews control the, Jews the, weather. Control the weather. Oh, my God. Yeah, um, and then he had to go on the Holocaust Museum for, like, an apology tour, and he left early. Yeah. You remember? Yeah. I mean, yeah, the liberals are just Sidebar deplorable. there, folks. Sorry. They're the real deplorables, <laughs> folks. They're the real deplorables. Um, of course, if you'd like to reach out, email us, triggered at townhall.com. We love hearing from all of you all the time. Of course, feel free to follow us on Twitter as well, at TriggeredTHM. Most importantly... Get out your family, your friends, your coworkers, your neighbors. Get out there and vote, vote, vote. Me and Matt are going to go vote tomorrow afternoon. Uh, we'll be voting early, even though we're not necessarily supportive of that voting measure yeah. because. But we have to do on Tuesday. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we already know the lines. The lines here in Fairfax County have been extremely long. Yeah. Uh, and we can't risk having to wait in a long line on election day. At least tomorrow we have the time to do so. Yeah. So that's what we're going to yeah. do. Of course, you know how we'll be voting. So I'm, I'm voting Democratic. I'm yeah, voting for yeah. Joe Biden. You strike me as a big Democrat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, of course, stay Social tuned to. Party of America. Oh God. Of course, stay tuned to townhall.com throughout the weekend and leading up to the election. We'll have you covered for latest up to the minute 2020 election coverage. If you want to support us directly, feel free to become a VIP member. We thank all of you that have so far. Your support has been overwhelming. But if you would like to, go to townhall.com slash subscribe. Use the promo code TRIGGERED to get 25% off of your VIP membership. We love you all. We will see you tomorrow for Friday, a special episode of Triggered. And I will be on War for the White House, the other election podcast that we have here at Town Hall. Uh, so if you want more of me, not that anybody does, you can check that out. And we'll be back here on Monday for a special episode. And, of course, Tuesday on Election Day. Uh, when our good friend Katie Pavlich yes. will join us. Uh, she will be up in New York on Fox News for election night coverage, but she's going to join us during the day. We're going to cover a lot. So we will be back here tomorrow for another episode of Triggered, and we will see you then. Later. Later.